All right, folks, welcome back to the podcast, One Man, One Tree in the Hill. We are on to part two of episode 90, Undercover Blessings, with the dear, great Joe Stroud, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Stroud, in part one, he just talked about how, how he came up being a military brat and how his football career ended, his college football career ended, but he met his wife because of this injury. So now we're going to head to part two, so stay tuned. It yeah, I came back in. It was 2004 because you used to come to the JV. You used to come yeah. to the JV. And we used to ask you like, "What happened?" And you're like, "You didn't want oh, to yeah. talk about it." You like, "I didn't want to talk about it." You know, he was hurt. Yeah. No, you had, had a brace on. Oh yeah, I just had so- yeah. surgery. Yeah. yeah, so we remember that was the thing. We're just like, man, he meant he meant the Oklahoma playing football because you were the one that gave us those workouts. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oklahoma, those Oklahoma summer workouts things. Yeah, yeah. You still have it. That little you had this big uh, thing where you guys used to work out and do your uh, summer workouts. Oh, bro, I think I still got that, too. Yeah, so yeah, I remember they, that. They Xerox your thing and gave it to all the football players, and we're all oh, doing these dope. Oklahoma workouts. We all did it, like, the whole summer. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that, that wasn't – those aren't easy, man. Holy yeah, crap, so you gave us good. a workout, so we'd be doing those freaking workouts. Like, this is what Joe Stroud be doing if you want to be college football. Everybody's living, doing hand clean, three sets of five. Oh, doing those, like, the bench <laughs> press, like, 12, 10, 8, 60% yeah. of your bench press and everything else. And then, yeah, I remember you came back. So how long do you stay back? Like, do you, is it oh. depression a little bit? Or do you think your wife was the one that took your mind off of this? Because you were in a strap. I remember you had like the. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it was my wife. Yeah, she uh, she got me through it, man. Like, yeah, we were dating. Um, I remember having this surgery about October. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I was really down on myself. I was like, man, like, um, this, is, this is my lifelong dream. And I, um. I lost that uh, that opportunity, but um, but I gained something. I, I gained, um, you know, uh, my girlfriend at the time, and um, also a new perspective on life. I was just like, man, you know, like um, like just going back to always uh, being a student athlete, not an athlete student. I was like, well, I've always I've always been a, a pretty decent athlete, but I've always I've always um, <clears throat> appreciated studying, and um, I was just like, I'll just I'll just hit the books. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep working that. It's gonna take me like if I don't go the traditional route, I like, go back back to school. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my I'm gonna at least get my bachelor's. Um, probably uh, I'm gonna try to pursue my master's and then um and we'll, we'll see from there. I don't know if I'll get like my dad like the doctor and I'm like man that's <laughs> I'm probably gonna settle. I'll probably I'll settle I'll settle for the master's and um some some IT certificates. Is your um, mom is your mom excited that you're back in? Like what does your mom say when you got hurt? What's what's it like? Walk me through your family talking yeah. to you, like your support system, like when you're hurt, because they probably feel yeah. that. Oh yeah, no, um, no, they they were very supportive, and um, and it's crazy because um, my mom, like, like I remember, I don't know if it's she's scared I'd get hurt, but I remember her never watching. She she would like see the highlight tapes and stuff like that, but she was always working, so she didn't go to the games. But now she's the biggest football fan in the world. I was like, mom. Why aren't you at my games? <laughs> but, uh, no, I think it was just more the fear, like seeing me get hurt or something like that. Um, but um, no, they they they've always been very supportive. Um, they they talked me through it, just made sure I was was taking care of myself because I, I was I was really down on myself. I was like, yeah, that's just I don't know I'm gonna, how I'm gonna handle this. You know, they're like, hey, you know, um, all, all you can do is. Um, you know, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I was there with my brothers. You know, you just show them, just show them the rope, show everybody around you, just um. Just try to make everybody around you better. You know, it's not. You don't have to. Uh, what's the phrase we always use in basketball? You don't always have to have the ball in your hand, right? Even like in football, any sport, really. Like you can be, uh, you can contribute, you can contrib- contribute something without um, being a center of attention. So you know, um, you know, you can do stuff behind the scenes to help other other people out. So um, I kind of gravitated towards that. I think that's where I was like, well. You know, if I if I can't be out there playing, at least I can do is uh, pass on what I've learned to everybody else, and just um, you know, if I can't make a uh, you know help them make make them better better people, you know, a better uh, you know um, in athletics, but also in in school and uh, things like that. So it was um, I just it was all it was um, I guess uh, that was uh, the moment I realized I was like, man, I need to um, uh, I want to find a way to to help people. Um, well, walk us through what this. walk us through what's it like when your wife? What's your wife's name? Oh, a uh, Momo. A Momo. A uh, Momo. Oh no, I'm sorry, Momo. <laughs> Momo. What's it like yeah. when Momo tells me you meet her family? Because you know you guys started out on a lie. You told her you were 21. You really were 19. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What uh? What's her family like? Because this is probably new for them completely. Oh yeah. So um, 
I actually, um, I didn't get to meet, I didn't meet them until I, uh, I moved and came back. Uh, so we actually moved, um, I want to say in the summer of 2005, my dad was like, hey, you know, uh, when we're moving again, I was like, oh, well, I, well, you know, I'm, I'm in this uh, relationship. I don't want to leave that. So um, I had to make some choices. I was like, hey, um, you can get sofa status, but you have to, I think you need to be like a supervisor or something like at AFES. And I was like, man. I don't have enough time to do that. We're, we're moving like in three months. So I told her like, Hey, I got, I got to move, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back and see you. And, um, yeah, this is going to work out. So, uh, we ended up going back in June of 2005 and then we moved to, uh, moved to, uh, Vandenberg in California and got another job at Taco Bell. And I was like, man, I'm gonna save up some money. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back and propose. Watch this. I can do this. So, uh, I, I saved, saved some money and then, um, you know, growing up in the military, you get that free passport. But if you don't renew it at 15, it expires. I think I was 15. Uh, I think mine, I, mine just expired. And I was like, no. And I already had my ticket. So I didn't expedite everything. I was like, no, I had this all planned out. This has to work out. So I had to, uh, get a new passport. Uh, you know, the, the paid extra fee to get the passport. And I went back. And I proposed at the airport. I was like, hey, I'm trying to memorize how to say it in, in Japanese, like kekon, chite, uh, kudasai. And, uh, um, and, and I proposed at the airport. And then, um, and then I, I was going to go meet her parents, stay with her for like, a, like a, I think a, like two weeks before I go back to the States. So, um, so uh, she, she takes me to her house. And you know, I, don't know, I don't know a lot of Japanese at the time. So I thought I was doing pretty good. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, um, you know, uh, my name, she's like, she introduced me to her family. You know, I did my traditional hajime maste, watashi wa astrada, joseph des, yoshiko, introduced myself. And I just remember uh, just talking to everybody and I thought I was doing pretty good. And her family, like, um, being, uh, she comes from like, um, like a, uh, her family has like a family business. They all work together. And like their business was, is, is like um, built into the house. So they'd be working out front and then, um, you opened up the door and that's the, the house. So she was working full time with her parents, 12 hour shifts. Um, they, they did, uh, they, uh, she, um, uh, she's from Hakone, a uh, big uh, tourist town. So they would deliver fresh produce to hotels and things. So they had like, um, they had customers. So she would always um, be working. And um, I remember um, telling her parents, I proposed and I was like, hey, I want to, I want to, um, I, uh, I'd like to marry your daughter. I want to ask for a hand in marriage. And her dad was happy and he was like yeah yeah you can have her hand in marriage and her mom's like yeah i thought she she was happy too and um we get back upstairs and i was like okay yeah we're getting married we're getting married yes and then uh she my wife my wife starts crying i'm like what happened she's like oh my mom said um you you need to uh, prove that you can support me like um what are you gonna do for a job how are you gonna support me and i was like oh i'm gonna join the air force yeah that's what i'll do yeah, tell her I'm gonna join the Air Force. So that's when I made that decision, bro. Um, so I um, I went back to the states. I quit my job at Taco Bell, and then um, I joined the Air Force. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 2006. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Went and met her parents in January, and I was off to basic in May of 2006. And and I remember, um, and like when I say everything becomes full circle, bro. Um, I uh, I was in tech school. I did all my training and everything, and I said something along the lines of. Oh, you know, they have a job at Camp Zama. It's like right down the street from your parents' house. Maybe we can go there. So um, I, I thought that's where we were going. I got her all hyped for that. And then we ended up going to Mountain Home Air Force Base, Idaho. And <laughs> so she's, and I was like, Idaho, where's Idaho? Idaho. I had to look it up on the map and I had to break the news to her. Like, yeah, we're, we're not going to Japan, babe. We're, we're going to Idaho. That's crazy. So, uh, That's actually so you so pretty much you you loved her so much. You joined the Air Force. Are you still going to school as well? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I'm going to school. Yeah, I just graduated. Um I graduated at the New Sano actually uh, two years ago. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, so, like, did you did you take a break from college completely? Oh no, no, no. I was um I was taking classes when I was at Vandenberg. Okay. Um I was taking classes the entire time. So I had, um, I was at least a sophomore because I had my co my year in Oklahoma and I had my, um, and I was taking, um, I went to, I, I, shoot, I went to like five colleges, bro. Uh, but uh, yeah, I was still taking classes. So, so what um, did she say? She's just like, when you guys leave, are you guys writing letters? But this is when technology, so you guys are emailing each other a lot? Oh, um, there was technology, but uh, being in the military, they didn't, you know, um, 
going through school and everything, we we didn't have a lot of uh, we didn't have a lot of options. They're like, hey, you can write letters. So we we did write letters. So um, this is so it was just like yeah letters uh, through through the mail and um, yeah we would send emails. I remember a lot of um, man, this is before Skype and everything. She, she spent a lot of money on phone cards. I remember that because we'd have like three hour long conversations um, almost every night um, when I was uh, when I was out of school. And then uh, when I went to night school, like uh, we have a uh, we call it T shift. That's uh, when you go to school at night. I was so happy because of the time difference. I was like, oh yeah, when I go to my lunch break, we can talk. So I was, I was really happy about that. So, um, yeah, I, I went, um, I went, I joined the Air Force as, um, uh, they, they, they changed our, our, uh, AFSC, but I, I was originally a SATCOMer, Satellite Wideband Telemetry Systems. So um, I, I worked, uh, COM, um, and I was, um, and that school was like 10 months. So I did, um, uh, I did my two months, uh, I went to, you know, BMT at, uh, Lackland, and then I went to, um, Keesler for two months for electronic principles, and then I was off to, my first stint with the army at Fort Gordon for 10 months to learn my, my job. And, um, yeah, man. And it was, um, and we were all from there. And I guess was, I guess it is kind of unique in the fact that, um, most people, they thought we, we met here when I was in the military and like, like she thought I was in the military the first time I was like, Oh no, we met when I was a dependent here and I joined the military so we can get married and, um, and I can go to school and things like that. So it's, it's a little bit different. So I, I've, yeah, I've known her, like, she's been with me the whole time, like, through Idaho. Teenagers, yeah, freaking 17, yeah. 18. Yeah, yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, she's, yeah, she's, uh, yeah, she's been, been with me this whole time and just, just helped help me grow, man. And it's, uh, it's amazing, man. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, so it's a lot more moving. <laughs> race play a culture in her culture? You're probably the first black dude she ever dated, right? Yeah, yeah, man. It was, um, it was, uh, oh, I'm sorry, what was the question? Like, did race play a culture? Like, was it, there's something new for there. So what was, like, her parents, like, understanding oh. what Southern Black people were like? Oh, man. Um, actually, her parents are, um, they're, they're older, right? They had her, um, so they, they thought initially they couldn't have uh, children. So they, they tried, and, and they had her when she, they were, like, in their 40s. So um, they were telling me their first time meeting an American was, um, so they were born, like, during the World War II era. They oh. said, um, what they tell me? They said, um... Her, her dad told me a story about, um, um, I guess after the war, um, he saw an American in the street and he asked him for a piece of chocolate and he gave it to him. And that was his first impression of Americans. And he's like, yeah, Americans are cool. So he met me, he's like, yeah, Americans are cool. I got some chocolate from one after World War II. And I was like, I need to find this this, this person that gave you this chocolate. Cause uh, yeah, that could have went so many different ways. And just, um, <laughs> yeah, just the friction and everything. Um, and then um, the, the generation, I was, I was concerned, but um, no, it was, um, it was perfectly fine. Like um, they, they, um, they treat me like a son. Like um, wow. it's crazy to this day, they treat me like a son. They wouldn't let me pay for, I think the first time they let me ever pay for something was shoot like a year or two ago for my mother-in-law's birthday i kid you not bro like any, anytime i needed anything um they, they always had me like hey you guys want to borrow a car here you go you need to borrow this here you go they've, they've always taken care of me like a like their their own son man and um I, i've just been very blessed uh yeah never had any uh never had any uh i, I heard about an anxiety recently about people that are they have an anxiety with their in-laws. I never had that. People, yeah, because that's two different cultures. That's so dope. They were just yeah. like, nah, we're down with it. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I never, yeah, never, never had any issues. Um, what about her? her parents, what was it like for her adjust to America? That's a big. That's a giant. Oh man, speed, man that, that was that was that was hard. I think the biggest thing was uh, the speeds. You know, um, like I think the first time we're driving in Idaho, I was driving like I was going like the speed limit, like seventy. She's like, "Whoa, slow down!" I'm like, "I'm going like 65, 70. What are you talking about? Like with kilometers? Like it'll be a higher number, but you know it's lower speed. So that that was an adjustment. She's like getting car sick, and I was like, "I'm not going that fast." So that was. Um, that that was a that was that was a big adjustment. Like um, everything from like the 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 McDonald's menu was different to um, to um, but we were blessed because Idaho, even though it's in Idaho, we had um, a close knit of a uh, 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 family of friends. Like everybody got really close, and um, it just seemed like the um, the spouses of every culture, like they had Japanese spouses that hung out. The uh, the spouses from every culture hung out. We found like a really good group, and everywhere we went, we found that that same group that became a family. And um, we would find like Japanese events and things like that, and we would go to them. And uh, we we just hung out with them, and then also my coworkers. Um, they uh, we met another uh, family that stretches. Uh, they were southern from the south too, like from Georgia. 
and they, they, they took us in. I remember my, um, I did tactical comm like most of my career. So um, I remember my first couple of exercises, I wouldn't deploy a lot. Um, I would go out in the field. We call it Moab, the mother of all bases. And I'd be gone for like a week. And um, that was hard on my wife. So um, she used to like, just like be really sad. And I was like, hey, um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let you go home. You know, like uh, she didn't like being by herself. And that was, uh, that was difficult at first. But, um, but um, once we found a really good, um, a community of friends um and she was fine she's like hey yeah you know we got um you know i got i got i got i uh, got this group of friends i'm good you can you know peace like like wait what you don't need me anymore no i'm joking now she was good after that after the, the first couple exercises because i was i was always out in the field doing something man it was yeah mountain home was was crazy but yeah so we did uh <laughs> as what what would you say the hardest parts of the first six years of marriage are like what would you give like advice what's the hardest part of marriage as a military spouse you know because i feel yeah. like that's a tough thing leaving all the time and oh yeah what's that yeah, like? just uh yes yeah, it's, it's difficult i say um i say the best advice i would give is um you know uh, yeah just find that that, that that group of friends or just you got to be um it, like um you know i, I want to say you gotta have like an outgoing personality but it's a little bit easier nowadays like when we were dating there was no social media like now you know you have um we got zama classified you had your coda talks you gotta watch those things because sometimes there's like rumors and stuff like uh <laughs> like it ended up being gossip you gotta find um you gotta find ways to outreach in the community um i say volunteering um if they have a uso just uh, just finding different ways to meet people because I, I just feel like at the end of the day it's about um i think we all we all have at least one thing in common. You you can find um, something you have in common with anybody. So um, I I just um, recommend just getting out there and um, just just meeting as many many people as possible and see who you uh, you, you click with, who you don't click with, um, and um, just um, just go out there and, ex and try to get the um, experience the the culture if you're in a different country or um, I would say. Um, just just venture out because there's always there's there's always uh, something especially like um especially when you start having kids and things like that maybe your your kids will have friends and it's like okay they want to hang out and you meet their parents that way there's um there's always <clears throat> different ways you get introduced to different different people so um yeah i said just just venture out and um and then as far as um you know um being together uh you just gotta um just just be honest uh you know about every everything that's going on i try to shield my 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 uh you know my family from the stuff that i'm going through i try not to stress them out with the stuff that's going on with work and stuff but i i've always um had a policy if they ask me something like um if it's something i can tell them right you know i deal with classified systems and stuff like that i and they, they usually um sometimes it's like at the point where it's like no nah, i'm good i don't want to know uh, uh type things but i've always um just just always been just kept it at 100 with them like hey um yeah, let's talk about this let's talk about that um just just anything that's going on in, in life uh what, what i do for work um because it comes up especially around um veterans day it's just like hey what do you do again like uh, what, what's this uh, yeah yeah you know i do this um a career day they want to they want to they want to know so um yeah i wasn't you know doing anything too crazy it was just um just special missions and stuff like that so Gave him, did you guys have a? Did you guys get a marriage a wedding, or did you guys? Oh, oh, actually, we just did a courthouse. So what we ended up doing was um. So with her being a foreign national, we um we did the green card process. So when I went to tech school, um, we actually um this is before uh it's a lot easier nowadays and more expensive. But um, we had to uh, send everything through the mail, and then um she had to like do an interview in Tokyo. She had to like do all these um medical exams. And then um, after we got everything finalized, she got her fiance visa, and then she came to the states. And then um, we're, I was stationed in Mountain Home in Air Force Base, Idaho. She came there. We had we got married at a courthouse. And um, oh, another advice: yeah, pick a date you can remember for the marriage. I was like, man, July third. That's right before the Fourth of July. That's good because uh, we got married in two thousand seven. You know, like everybody's like doing seven, seven, seven. I was like, oh, that'd be cool. What if we did uh, the third of July because. Um, you always get the third of July off, right? It's right before the fourth of July. You're always off. So, <laughs> so we ended up doing uh, getting married on the third of July. So, um, so yeah, we just did a, a little courthouse wedding. Had uh, I think somebody from the work courthouse be the witness. It was, it was a quick wedding, and I always tell her, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw you like a big, a big wedding one day. But the way my wife is, she is, um, 
even though we can afford certain things now, she's like, she's always one of those people that I like, know nope, I don't need it. I don't need, it. she's not about spending a lot of money. She, she, she'll like look for coupons. She's always about saving money. I'm like, we don't got to do that anymore. I remember like, yeah, we're living now. better now. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I remember having wick. I remember all that stuff. Like, um, and people are like, man, you're not embarrassed. You, you're using wick. I'm like, no, it's free. It's free milk, free cheese. Why would you be embarrassed about that? They're giving you free stuff. And my, my biggest thing with anybody like, um, Pell Grants, I, that's one thing I tell all the young people in the military, like take advantage of that. It's like a free, it's pretty much free money. I'm mean, like, well, you know, you're in the military. I'm like, well, I'm also a U.S. citizen and I pay taxes. So like, yeah. I'm like, well, um, I pay taxes and taxes pay me. So I'm paying myself. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> so I can, I can put in for every scholarship, every Pell Grant, everything that everybody else puts in. Right. I mean, yeah. So I've always, um, yeah, advocated for, 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 for things like that. But, um, but yeah, man, but, um, yeah, but the best advice, man. Yeah, just just uh, uh, keep it one hundred. Um, oh man, what's uh? See, see your girl behind me. I'm trying to give you some some secrets. Without, right. What's what's the one one line that'll uh, get you out of trouble? And I didn't <laughs> learn this until much later in life. Was um, when you spend a lot of money, you say, um, "I'm not wasting money. I'm blessing. I'm investing in your happiness." That's the line. She's laughing. She's laughing. <laughs> oh yeah, nine nine times out of ten. Just gotta keep a straight face. Not spending money, I'm investing in your happiness. Your happiness. What does your yes. What does your dad say? What, do you, what Walk me through your family when you get married and you're in the military. Yeah, mm-hmm. what's your dad? Does he sit you down like I'm proud of you? What's those talks are like? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I talked to both my parents and I was like, hey, um, yeah, thinking about getting married, and they, they kind of looked at me because I was, um, I think I got married at 20, 21. You're at Taco yeah, Bell, like, you know, what are they Yeah, doing? yeah, like, I'm working, and like, hey, so what are you going to, you know, what are you going to do for money? Like, uh, they, because I was like, because pretty much, I, like, uh, usually when I get a job, man, within the first six months to a year, I usually get, get some type of promotion. Like, um, I, I was already, I was a manager, because I worked at Taco Bell previously, and I was like, they're like, hey, you want to be a manager? It's like, for real? They're like, yeah, be a manager. I'm like, okay. So I just got promoted. So I'm like, yeah, I can... I can stay here and work at Taco Bell and I can be a manager. And I started thinking about it. I was like, man, I'm going to start gaining weight. I'm going to eat Taco Bell every night. So I was, and it is California, so it's expensive. So, um, you know, and I was like, no, I should probably join the military because I'm like, I still want to go to school. I still have these goals. I want to, um, and, and my ultimate goal really was to have my kids, um, I want to move have them moving around as much as I did, but I wanted them to experience. In the back of my mind, I'm like, I want them to have a similar childhood to me where they didn't have to worry about nothing. Everything was taken yeah. care of and they feel safe. So um, that's one thing I do, I do um, appreciate about the military, especially living on base. It's like, you always feel safe. And um, so even if we didn't get to move back here, I was like, at least they'll feel safe. They'll, they'll feel uh, wherever they go, they'll feel welcome because they are, um, you know, um, they're, they're, they're mixed. I didn't even think about that. They're, they're mixed. It's not that I think about it. Like my kids, they both have straight hair. They, they, they people like, um, they see me with my kids by, but yeah, I was just like, they'll see me with my kids by themselves. I was, like, sometimes I'm the first white people. Some people will see my kids with them. They'll, be, like, they'll look at them and they'll look at me. And I was like, yeah, that's, <laughs> I just started smiling. I'm like, yeah, they, they, they have their, yeah. They're like down the middle mix. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, that is, yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, what, two boys? Yeah, yeah, two boys, yeah. yeah JoJo walk, and Jada. Walk me through you when your wife tells you, Joe, I think I'm pregnant. What does she call you? Joe, babe. Joe. What yeah, does she Joe. call you yeah. when she says, I think I'm pregnant? What's that like? Walk us through that. Your first, your first, your first seed. This is what, 10 years? Dude, so it's 2010? Oh, uh, Jojo, uh, 2000, um, 2008. So we, uh, oh, I that Mary so, had a baby immediately. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, we, uh, we, we kind of plan, plan it. Yeah. Plan everything. We're like, Hey, let's, let's, um, let's have kids. Let's, let's have it, ha- have kids right away. And like, yeah. And, um, I was super excited. It was just like, um, yeah, we found out like in February it's crazy. Cause both our kids, their birthdays are like four days apart. Wow. And like their, their due days were a day apart. So it was like, we plan, we plan, Playing everything, bro. No, um, no, I was super, super excited. Like, I was like, yes, like, you know, um, we're like, is it a boy? Is it a girl? Because boys run in my family. I'm like, I have all brothers. My wife has a brother. Um, I think it's all boy cousins on my dad's side of the family with one female cousin. Like, it's like boys run in my family. So I was like, it's probably, it's, we're probably gonna have a, have a son. And we had to come up with a name. We're like, yeah, Jojo. Yeah, like Jojo. I'm, yeah, I'm Joe. She's Momo. Yeah, Jojo. Yeah, Joe, and then um, he has a Japanese middle name, uh, so we're like he'll he'll be he'll be the third because I'm a junior, 
and I'm like, but he'll have a Japanese middle name. And it's um it's the same kanji as my grandpa, uh, my grandpa, his, his grandpa. And then it's also the same symbol for Goku. I was like, oh, that's mm. dope. And then as I got older, we found out about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's like, oh, dang, JoJo. And he does the JoJo pose. He's like, I'm like, man, I didn't catch that reference. So he has a lot of anime references built into his name. <laughs> but um, I thought that was pretty cool. How so, did yeah, the JoJo Gun change your life? Like, what was that like? What was that like oh. when you see him come out? What was, walk us through that? Bro, I, uh, dude, I, I, I cried. I, I was so excited. We're in, we're in Idaho. Uh, yeah, you know, my mom, um, it's crazy. My mom did this two times, twice. Uh, so she came out uh, both times when the boys were, were born. But like within a minute or two of them being born, she sent us a text and asked if he came. Mm. I kid you not. Yeah. And both times, just like, yeah, hey, did he arrive? And like within like, I want to say two to five minutes, she sent the text. And yeah, they both were born. Yes, yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. But um, yeah, I was, uh, I, I remember being nervous the, the first time. It's like, hey, um, yeah, I, I just remember it was like in the middle of the night, uh, you know, my wife tells me, hey, I think my water broke. I was like, oh, oh, we need to go to the hospital. And luckily everything's on, on, on base. So we, we drove, yeah, Mountain Home's not a big base, man. It's, it's probably about the size of Zama, maybe a little bit. Oh, it's, a, it's Air Force. So we have a, a flight line. So it's a little bit bigger than Zama. So um, we, we get there and, um, and it's just a waiting game. You just sit there and you wait. And then uh, I'm like, uh, they're like, hey, you you wanna you wanna be here for everything? I'm like, yeah, I wanna see everything. So that I was like, yeah, I'll, I'm staying in the room. I'm not gonna faint or anything. I'm good. Yeah, I, I sat, sat there, watched watched his natural birth. I was like, okay, wow. No, like, hey, you wanna cut the uh, the umbilical cord? And I saw, I just I remember seeing everything, and I was just like, just this just, just so happy, and I was just like, man, just 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 smiling and just uh. Just, just seeing this little little version of my my wife and myself, man, it was mm-hmm. it was beautiful, and I was like, man, I'm like, yeah, this is uh, it's like it's like uh, game changing. And you know what's crazy? Um, I remember seeing something your brother posted, like with the presidential election, with mm-hmm. the first female vice president, and uh, he had the the uh, picture with his daughter saying, hey, there's somebody like you in the presidential office. Jojo was born this like a couple months right before uh, President Obama was elected, and I remember having that same feeling. I was like, bro. Yeah, yeah, this this is dope. So uh, yeah, when I saw that, it just brought back mem- memories. I saw your brother's post. I was like, oh, yeah, that's dope, man. How, yeah. how is he different than you? How is your son? Uh, different than you? Yeah, Jojo, man, he's um he's similar to me, where it's almost frustrating. Like um he's super hard on himself. He's like um he's ultra competitive. Like um if he doesn't get an A, like, he got a straight A's. Um he was mad at himself because he didn't have an A all A pluses. He's like. This this isn't an A plus. Like, oh, this is he had straight A's. It wasn't an A plus though. Like he's so so serious, but um he's um he's also um he's very athletic. Like um it's crazy. Like uh because like I said, I I get to coach. I coach him every year. He's played football. I took this picture. Or my wife took the picture of um it's a picture of him. We play at the high school, the Zama High School. It's a picture of him rushing in on defense, trying to pull the flag, and I'm on the sideline. And I have a same picture of me on that same sideline when I played at Yakota the weekend mm-hmm. at 9-11. And I was like, holy crap, this is the same sideline. And I was like, dude, I, I, yeah, I, I put the picture side by side. I was like, yo, that's that's dope. I have a picture of me playing here and my son. And looking at the scoreboard, too, we were beating them down. And then I have my son over here playing. I think we're playing the Yakota team, actually. And I was like, yeah. And my wife showed me that picture. I almost started crying, like, yo, how – how am I so blessed, like, um, to, yeah. to get to get the opportunities that I get? Like, how do you, how, how does that happen? Like, um, I shouldn't, yeah, it, that was, uh, yeah, uh, true, true blessing, man. Like, um, yeah, so he's, um, he's super serious, but we're both super serious, but I say JoJo is, um, uh, jo- JoJo is just, just JoJo. He reminds me of, like, a combination of me and all, all my brothers, um, even to the mannerisms of my youngest brother, how he walks, like he'll slump down when he's upset. It's just like the way he talks, he, he sounds, he reminds me so much of LaBelle. And um, that's why I was talking about the age gap, I'm 10 years apart. Um, it's, uh, <clears throat> it's, it's just crazy how much they, they act like each other. And I'm just like, holy crap. Like, so what's it like when you bring them to meet your whole family? When do y'all do that? Do you like, we're all going to Texas or when do you take oh, them to yeah, your brother um, and everything? What's your brother's reactions when they see their first nephew? Man, it was, um, let me see. The first time we went was in, da, 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 da. I think JoJo was, my mom My mom came like when he was born. I want to say we took him to Texas in 2010. 
So uh, we went there. Yeah, he saw my um, yeah my my parents and um, I don't know if Pookie made it out there. I think he was uh he was he had to work. Um, but yeah, he saw he met Cortez, met Lavelle, and then uh, we just it was just um show everybody the baby moment. So uh, we went there. We stayed a couple weeks with my parents, and then uh, we we had to make the drive to Louisiana. About it was like a five hour drive. Um, and then we had to we had to bring them to see the great grandparents. Everybody, man. Smothering them with uh, yeah, yeah, and then he's um, yeah, and then we had to, yeah, it's like a world tour, and then oh, we went to Japan too, like, uh, yeah, within six, I think in six months, he was in Japan meeting my aunt, uh, meeting um, his our, our family here, and then um, my mom saw him, and then um, I would say like within a year or so, we we went to Texas, um, so he, he met everybody of Texas and Louisiana, so um, every, yeah, everybody just so proud they didn't see him, and they're like, oh, wow, like. <laughs> He's a, he was a, man, he was a, a, a big kid, man. He, uh, he called him Bam Bam, man, kid. Uh, yeah. Because uh, he, yeah, he has this ability to um, imitate him and Jaden. They imitate stuff. Because I remember watching a UFC fight and we're watching, I think, Anderson Silva do this front kick. He looks at the TV. He looks at me. He kicks me right in the face. And he almost knocks me out. And I was like, bro, how? <laughs> You're too, how are you that strong? But how did you copy that move exactly? So just yeah, just um, everything he does, he does it a hundred percent, man. Yeah. What does he take from each brother? From each brother, oh man. From um, man, from Cortez, I'd say um, he he takes um, I say ownership. I remember like Cortez growing up, like man. Like he he was the first one of us to get a job. I remember him like, man, I'm gonna go bag groceries at the commissary. I was like, bro, you don't get paid for that. He's like, oh, I get tips. Like, I think he uh, takes that work ethic and uh, getting up early. He gets that from my um, from my in laws and my parents as well. But yeah, just being my, both my kids are early birds. He gets that from Cortez, from Pookie. Uh, I say a musician. Uh, he actually loves music. Like, um, he's had um, he's done a couple rap raps and he's had Pookie looked at him look at him for him. Um, and just he's gravitated towards music. He he plays a lot of video games and he's big into parodies. <laughs> he makes like a new parody every week. And he's like, Dad, can I start a YouTube channel? It's like, you can do a private one where only we can look at it. And I'll let you post it to some of your friends. I'm like super strict with that stuff. When he's older, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna lighten up. Um, but um, so yeah, yeah, music from Pookie, um, work ethic, I say from Cortez, uh, from Lavelle, just um video games. He's a he's a natural man. Like um, I kid you not. This kid, um, I can be sitting there playing Dragon Ball Fighters for hours. I have to warm up to fight my son in this game. Bro, without breaking a sweat, he can go from doing his homework, beats me down. Three straight rounds. I was like, I practice. I was ready for you. He's like, oh, I caught you this. You made this mistake. And he's like, Dad, let me show you this combo real quick. That, 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 that. And, you know, if you do this combo, and he can put stuff together in his head. He, he's, um, I say from my, my parents, bro, his math. Like, it's like he's in a, a gifted education for math. His math skills, they say his teachers, we did a parent-teacher conference, they're like, this kid comes up with concepts from math that I've never seen. And they said he makes friends like no other. He's in sixth grade, and they're like, this kid can get along with everybody. She's like, girls are at that funny age where they want to talk to guys. Jojo can go over there and talk to all the girls, make them all comfortable. He can go sit with this group of kids and go sit with this group of kids. And I was like, bro, like, um, that, that kind of reminded me of me, where I was just like, man, like, um, I, I tease myself because I'm, I'm like a chameleon. I can blend in anywhere I go. And even like uh, when I go somewhere, I like almost over time develop the mannerisms. Like when I go home, my Southern accents comes out. And I, it's not even, I don't even do it on purpose. I'm like, oh, you know, like, why, why are you talking like that? I'm like talking like what? Uh, like, uh, yeah, it just, it's just, um, I just blend in wherever I go. And he, he can do that. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy. But uh, well, yeah, Jojo. Through when, when Jaden's born, what does your wife say again? Unless she goes round two? Oh man, no, that time, that time, bro, it is crazy because uh, we're in Cal Cali. Um, so we, um, so let's see. So from 2007, let's see, during 2006, 2007 into 2010, we stayed in, um, we stayed in uh, Idaho. Then I did a year in Korea. I was supposed to go to Yakota after that, and that fell through. We ended up going to Cali. And my wife, she meets, um, um, like I said about having that community of friends wherever you go, she met a, this group of Japanese friends, and then the way we met them was crazy. Um, <clears throat> I go into my um, my first sergeant's office. I was like, "Hey, um, my wife's a local national. I want to get her on the program. So, like, if something happens to me, she can go home." He's like, "Bro, I got you." Introduced her to the Japanese mafia. I was like, "The what? The, the Japanese mafia?" 
that's what they called him. I was like, okay. And she's like, hey, just just go to this park at this time. She's gonna her, she meet her best friends in the world, and they they were not joking. Her best friends in the world are all there, and then um, when it's time to have Jaden, they all decide to have kids at the same time. So I kid you not, bro. We had, <laughs> and then we're all extended family. There was a baby born every month in 2013, like uh, end of 2012 to 2013, and Jaden was born in October, like four days away from uh, before JoJo, and it was just like. And, the, and like none of the husbands knew. Like, wait, wait, wait pregnant too? Yeah, they, like, like, I'm like, did y'all plan this? Like, yep. Y'all weren't gonna tell us, no. <laughs> so we're throwing like baby showers. Like, man, y'all messed y'all wrong for that. But it it, it was cool. <laughs> we, we 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 wanted uh we wanted I, I just I just wanted um I, I grew up with siblings. She had a, a brother. My wife has a brother. So it's like we we wanted we wanted JoJo to have a, a brother or sister. So. Uh, yeah, it was it was fun, man. How are they different? How's Jaden and Jojo different? What's Jaden's um personality like? Oh man, Jaden's the I said Jaden is the boss, man. Like he will as he gets older, he just he he just he he can go into any room and just uh just people gravitate. I mean, people gravitate towards Jojo too, but Jaden can take command of things. Like with Jojo, I think um like I said, they don't do chores. They they do some chores, but I think uh we kind of we spoil them. So JoJo is like, hey, I want this. He'll say like, I want this, and it's like, well, you can go get it. Jaden, Jaden, go in the refrigerator, grab the juice, come to you with a cup. You know, pour <laughs> me some juice. That's the biggest. I was like, bro, really? Not gonna ask? Oh, may I have some juice? Okay. So uh, yeah, I think he's more assertive in what he wants. If he wants something, he goes after it a little bit more. Uh, especially if it's something in range like um i, I get on him now because he'll like um say he wants to um he uses um they, they both use a combination of english and japanese but uh say he wants to he wants to play use a computer say jojo oshimai you're done like you're done with the computer it's my turn it's like jane he's five years older than you he i have to explain to him like you know i'm like you can use my laptop but he wants something he's like no i want i want that computer it's like he's if somebody else has it and he wants it, he's like no i want that one though it's like, bro, I have a laptop right here that has all the games. Nope, I want that one. How, how what's it like raising kids in this era? Like, what's the, what will be the discipline or what, well, not even discipline, what will be the thing that you're hiding them from or you're trying to be protective of? Because there's so much technology. They uh, literally bro. can figure out themselves. They literally can. Oh, yeah. Themselves. Like, how do you monitor that as a dad? Man, um, like for YouTube, I, I have them, um, I don't give them, they have YouTube accounts, but it's a sub account of mine. So like, um, it'll be my account. And then I gave them sub accounts so I can kind of see what they're looking at. And I can, I can monitor uh, them that way. Like, well, but as they get older, they get smarter. Like um, Jade and um, they, they both, um, they like, they, they were, Jane was born with a smartphone in his hand, bro. Like, um, He's seven, and um, I disabled comments. I was like, because he was just typing gibberish. And I was like, man, stop typing comments. And I was like, disabled. He found a way to to re-enable it. I don't know how he does it. Like, um, he's like, okay, I got you. So he'll get on the computer. And I think he re-enables it, and I get these these pop-ups like, oh, thumbs up on my comment. I was like, I have comments restricted. <laughs> it's like, Jaden, what do you? <laughs> how how did you figure that out? I don't even know how he does it. So. Um, it, it, it that that part is it's funny i'm like laughing i'm like bro he these kids are smart and um you know like, as far as protecting them like from the news and things like that it's more like we we um it's kind of easier because we don't watch a lot of like live tv like afn it's 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 come a long way where it's like live now but they have like the news channels we kind of avoid that but sometimes we talk about it's like the presidential election they're talking about that in school so it's like hey man yeah, this is what's going on um you know we talk about uh the Black Lives Matters movement. How does that? Man. How does that affect them when you talk them about like the Black oh, Lives Matters? Do they understand? Like, cause they live, they don't really. They see it in. They don't really see it in Japan like that. Yeah, man. Um. That, yeah. That, I think that's. Um. That's uh, right now. They don't. They don't like you said. They don't see it in Japan. So that's. Uh. When as they get older, I'm gonna have to have that conversation with them. I feel like. Um. They. Um, not not tell them like, hey, if we get pulled over. It's more so if I'm driving or something like that. I'm more worried they're gonna see something happen to me versus them because they, I I I think uh, I think I, I don't know. I think that they they they're gonna um they'll the experience racism. Dark. Oh, what's that? The oldest one is dark, so he's you know. Oh yeah, he'll he'll see it. Yeah, but it's just um, yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a, a hard conversation to have, mm -hmm. and it's just like you don't um. 
it's kind of hard to put into words because it's, it's crazy because I didn't even think about it to one of my high school friends, actually. One of my, my white high school friends was like, hey, I'm watching the news and I see all this stuff about Black Lives Matters. And he was like, hey, how do I explain this to my son? So I wrote him like a, like a little, like a, like a, a paragraph, like, like a, a story. And I was like, man, I mean, like you, you have to explain it, but I was trying to tell him what I have to explain. I'm like, you, you can tell him like, this is what's going on and how, you know, how you can, uh, you can support it. But I was telling him like, for me, I have to tell my kids, like, I didn't have the tough conversations, like, hey, how to act in front of the police. Like, um, you, know, you, you know, like we, we, it's all fun and games and we joke, but, um, when, when you're doing that, my man, put your hands on the, uh, and it's just like, hey, you know, put your hands on the steering wheel, don't reach for anything. Right. Be like, um, because I'm like with us, it's like, um, like like you said, they don't they don't see that here. And we don't see it here. Like uh, when I get, if I get put over here, nine times out of 10, I joke with my wife and why they see the white plate and they, they let us go to, I'm not dealing with that. I don't wanna speak English, I don't wanna deal with this cat. Um, so like, uh, <clears throat> so they, they, haven't, um, they haven't experienced anything like that, even, um, it's kind of, it's kind of, um, even me, I've been out of the state so long. It's like, I see it on TV. I'm like, is it really like that over there? Like, even when I drove through Texas, I was so paranoid, bro. Like we drove 20 hours through Texas. I was just like, just in the back of my mind, I'm like, we're going to get pulled over for something stupid. And I'm going to, I'm going to be on the 12 o'clock news. It didn't happen, uh, fortunately, but it's just like, that's always in the back of your mind. So, um, yeah, when we eventually go back, um, we got at least, at least two more years here, hopefully longer. Um, yeah, you know, I'll definitely, and they'll be older at that time. I'm, I'm hoping I can explain it to them, and hopefully it won't be one of those after-the-fact things. It'll be like, hey, um, we rehearsed this. You shouldn't have to rehearse this stuff, but you got to be like, hey, this is, this is how we act. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Kind of like when you're going through the front gate at the, you know, through the, uh, you know, when you're going or, to the or base. They, like, might, they might already know. They're smart enough to already yeah. probably talk to their friends about it. I'm pretty sure if he's 10. You know, oh, yeah. No, yeah. I'm pretty sure they've already talked about it and understand, like, he understands he's black. Oh yeah, yeah. Sometimes, like sometimes, I gotta remind him. Like you know, like he's like, no, oh, they said the N word. I was like, bro, you're black. You can say <laughs> it. <laughs> you 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 can say it. I mean, like I just, I don't encourage it. I don't cuss or anything like that. But it's just like sometimes he'll he'll he he just didn't grow up in that environment. So he mm. even me, I don't, I don't say it. So I think um, it's a combination of, of that. But he 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 knows. But um, sometimes I gotta remind him. Like it's not gonna be. Um, we don't have the easiest road in life, and um, and we'll we'll see, man. I've gotten um, I gotten really lucky, man. I, I tell people all the time, I'm like, yeah, man, like um, I have that I have a tactical advantage, right? Because of my name, I'm like, man, you won't see me coming until I. That's why I, I don't really post my face, so I go in for a job. It's like, oh, oh, like Joseph Stroud. Oh. <laughs> Well, yeah well, what happens how do you so all right do you stay in the military do you get out the military so what oh so for me uh, i actually I'm, I'm retired bro 30 i retired at 34 years old how many years did you put in uh 13 oh you retired so what did you do when yeah. you retired you just said oh um so uh, i actually medically retired um uh, i guess i can rewind it back so uh, we were in cali um we were in uh uh, I was in a car accident with my my wife and my oldest son, mm-hmm. um, and fortunately neither one of them was hurt. So, um, but I had to go to the chiropractor like three times a week. I was getting my neck adjusted, so my neck was jacked up. So I, I came back from that. I was doing my PT test. I was doing everything just fine, and then, man, going back to Dragon Ball, I, I want to say every ten years I get a Zenkai boost. You know, the the one where you all yeah that near death experience. You come back stronger. So um, the first time I experienced that was in college. Actually, uh, my uh, appendix almost ruptured and almost died. And when I was home visiting family and I came back and I came back stronger, I was like, oh man. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, I got a Zenkai boost. I'm stronger now, ah, it can't hurt me. The second time was um, with my kids. It was right before Jaden's first birthday and JoJo's sixth birthday. I got in a car accident on base. Like this lady, um, I was actually going to the physical therapy for another injury. I was going this way, I was going straight. And um, in California, they have those um, those yielding green arrows. Yeah. And I guess um, she didn't yield and the sun was coming up. It was like the perfect time where she didn't see me. Is My life flashed behind, before my eyes, bro. I knew I was going to get hit because if I stopped, I would have got rear-ended by like 10 cars behind me. If I would have kept going, it was pretty much I had three choices. Pretty much stop, get rear-ended, speed up and try to beat the car from hitting me or just keep my normal speed and get hit in the door. So I sped up and she hit the back of my car and I kind of, I walked away with a concussion. 
fortunately. But um, my car, I lost my, my car was totaled and I was like, man, and that's why I was like, man, I like, um, I was like, man, I'm here for a reason. Um, and I was like, man, what would have happened to my family? I think about that. I was like, yeah, my wife is a foreign national. I, I'm like, will they send her back to Japan? I didn't know how any of that would work. So that's when I started taking my health really serious. But um, and uh, within uh, three or four months of that, I actually got orders to Yakota. Oh, not Yakota, it was Camp Zama. I worked out of Yakota and I was like, that's my motivation. I was like, hey, I'm here to get my family back to Japan. So I'm going to, I pushed myself for six months, passed my PT test, full test, 95%. I just walked, walked away from a breast with death. And then I got, I got here and then um, I started having neck issues. Um, the first time I noticed it was, um, or I actually had a pinched nerve in my neck. I went and got a haircut. You know how sometimes they'll give you a massage here mm-hmm. after a haircut? So I went there and um, they massaged the left side of my neck and I felt like almost like paralyzed, bro. Like they touched that and I almost dropped to the ground. I was like, yo, whoa, 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 what was that? I started going to the hospital and then they're like, yo, you got this like really bad pinched nerve. And I tried dry needling. I tried all this stuff for um, about three or four years and I couldn't take my full test. And I was like, hey, um, I'm trying. I'm doing everything I I can in my power. And um, and then that's like, they're like, hey, um, you might have to medical, we have to, you might have to get out of the military. And I was like, yo, I was going towards 20 plus years. Uh, I was, uh, at the time I was like, um, I made E6 in eight years. I'm like, I was probably going to make chief. I'm like, y'all going to kick me out. I'm not leaving without retirement or something. And then um, I get back the results. They're like, oh, we'll give you 20%. I'm like, how much do I need to retire? 30. I'm like, oh, mm-mm. I need to talk to somebody about this. So I ended up going to the States uh, to fight it. Um, they, um, they flew me to, I think, Dias Air Force Base in Texas. And I... I went there, they give you like an attorney and I was like, okay, you're going to go on this board with all these colonels, they're going to talk to you. And uh, bro, God, God works in mysterious ways because uh, they took one look at my profile. They're like, wait, let me get this straight. So um, you're stationed at Camp Zama, an army post. I'm like, yes. They're like, you go off, off base for treatments. You get dry and you get all these shots in your neck uh, and off base. I'm like, yes. And they're like, you go get x-rays at a naval facility, Yokosuka. I'm like, yes. I'm like, here's my translations. I like, I presented everything to the attorney. He's like, I'll be right back. He showed them all the paperwork. And I'm like, this, this man is going through it. They're like, and give him his retirement. You know what? Um, no, we're going to give him more than 30%. So they, 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 they bumped it up. Wow. I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. They're like, yeah, we're going to give you a retirement. You're going to get your ID card. I'm like, are you serious? Like, I'm like, oh, thank God. And, uh, and then from there, it was... Um, and I just got more more fortune. Like um, we were um, like transitioning out, and like um, I was supposed to get out in a couple months. And the Air Force was like, "We'll give you more time now." Process. I'm like, "Oh, thank you so much." So they gave me like um, like two or three more months. They put me over my uh, 13 year mark, and then they gave me time to line up a job here in Japan. So um, so we ended up not even having to move. Like we ended up staying in the same house, um, and I got hired on as a local hire local stateside hire which meant like um they treated it as if i came from the states but i was stationed in japan and like i said we, we stayed in the same house and everything stayed the same so uh so i did four years active duty um at zama uh working for the comp squadron um uh, out of yakota um yeah our big bosses were there is all enlisted here and then um retired out of zama and then i got picked up for this job with the army doing it so um look at that yeah, man. God, God works in mysterious ways. And now you, your work isn't as stressful. You really. Oh, man, it's, it's, it's still stressful. Army is different, man. Stressful, different. I mean, like, you don't have yeah, to yeah. stress on your back. That's what I mean. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. My, my body is, uh, my body is healing. healing. Yeah, man. So that's, uh, that, that part is good. I don't have to, I don't have, um, and then I, I'm a, uh, I'm in a position where I can tell other people what to do. That's one of my weaknesses, delegation, though. I try to I try to take a lot more on than I need to. I'm like, no, I'm actually the boss. You need to do what I say. I'm more one of those people that are like, no, um, I'll do it. So that's, that's one thing I, I am learning is um, to uh, delegate, I guess. So, um, yeah, I got a, yeah, I went from making, um, you know, some so I actually made good money actually. Um, I compared to um, when I was in the military, you know, you get cost of living allowance being over here, they pay for your house. And when you look at and do the math, it's like, oh, on paper, it doesn't look like I make this much, but yeah, we live in this, we live in this house that's paid for, we got all, yeah, you know, uh, no utilities, and uh, and we live on, a, on an installation that's guarded by um, you know, like uh, security. So, um, so uh, yeah, truly blessed, man, and um. 
and and I, and I grew up in this environment. So that's one of my biggest fears is going back to the States is like, man, like, uh, <laughs> we need to live in a gated community. Like how, do, like, how do you transition? <laughs> I still haven't made the full transition, I guess, is what I'm saying. What does, um, what does it mean to your wife to be back in Japan? Does she feel better? Like, mm, yes, wow. yes. Yeah, man, definitely. Um, um, we're like an hour, hour and some change down the street from my in-laws in one direction, an hour and some change down the street. Now, this is the funny part. We're like 20 miles away from Yokota. It takes like an hour to get there, you know, in Japanese traffic. Um, down the street from where I, I went to high school, got a, got a lot of um, uh, friends, a lot of uh, people I consider family down there. So it's, it's, a, it's a true blessing to be, uh, I, pretty, I feel like we got the best of both worlds where we can, um, hey, you wanna go off, or go off base? Yeah, spend time uh, with our family um, off base. And um, yeah, live here on Zama. You, you, you've been to Zama, there ain't much yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we go to Yakota, Yokosuka. But yeah, Zama is a different beast, bro. Like, um, cause um, you know, Zama the main base. So we, I work at Zama. There's actually another uh, housing area down. The, it's three miles down the road. Uh, Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh no, no, that's a Sagami Hara housing area. SHA. That's where I live. We live in. Um, we're part of Zama, but we have like a like they build new houses out here. So we got like a brand new house as well. And um, and Asugi is the yeah, NAF Asugi Naval Air Facility. Um, naval airfield yeah so they uh they have a navy installation um it's about um about three or four miles away from us as well so yeah uh, sugi yeah they, we got them as well and they and their kids come here for school like they have an elementary school mm -hmm. but all their high schoolers and middle schoolers they they commute um to zama so it's um it, it's like a three it's like a triangle so i missed Yakota where everything was on base man mm -hmm. i'm like man i want to go check my mailbox man it's like a 20 minute drive to go to zama it's like two, <laughs> it's like a three it's three miles down the road so that part i, I miss getting mail delivered at my door <laughs> uh man the things you take for granted but um but so we this, we've got to the podcast where we got the hilltop questions right yeah so yeah yeah. you can answer these however you want it could be as long okay. as you want short as you want whatever mm. you use your interpretations okay question number one do you believe in god Oh uh, yes. Question number two: Who's your favorite person in the Bible? Good question, man. I say um, I have to pick one. I say Jesus. Uh, no, that's a, that's the that's the easy answer. Um, I'd say I, I was I was gonna say um, I'd probably say Jesus' parents, actually Joseph. Um, I'm pretty sure uh, my, my family is very biblical, so I'm pretty sure I was named my father and I were named after him. How he he took in um, Jesus, and he married uh, Mary. Um, this uh, that, that's inspirational. How you can bring somebody in your family and um, raise them to uh, <clears throat> uh, to raise them to, to be the person um, that that uh, eventually saves the world. I, I, I've always um, I've always admired that about him. Uh, what's your favorite verse? Oh. Difficult questions. Maybe Matthew six thirty four, the one about uh, worrying. Um, pretty much, it's about um, um, worry. don't worry about yeah, don't worry about today. Um, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, um, it's pretty much a one because I, I stress out a lot. It's pretty much uh, about um, the day. The day will. Um, have enough worries of its own. Just um, just just keep your head up. That one is that 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 one always stuck with me. I like how you get the Tupac version of it. Keep <laughs> <laughs> your head up. <laughs> yep. All right. When, when's the last time you had a nightmare? Oh, a nightmare. Um, maybe um. Maybe right, I would say probably uh, earlier this year, probably around my, my birthday, maybe two, two or three days before, uh, before my birthday. I just had this weird dream about getting stung by a stingray, like a Steve Irwin. And I woke up and I was like, shocked, like, ah. And it felt real, like I was like, man, oh, you know, rest in peace. But that, yeah, that, yeah, I guess that was a nightmare. Yeah, that, that, that was kind of scary. Yeah. Uh, what's your biggest fear? Oh, I'd say, uh, yeah, being from the South and just growing up in this culture, I'd say maybe uh, disappointing my, my family and the people that look up to me, not being able to take care of my family, I'd say. Um, that, that'd probably be the, uh, the biggest uh, fear is um, letting them down. Uh, have you ever had a panic attack? 
Panic attack. Uh, yeah, I say um, I've had a, had a few. Um, just uh, you know, be, being a, a veteran, going through the military, um, especially like um, it, like I I joined the military right before uh, they joined uh, the Air Force rather right before they stopped yelling at people in basic. Um, now we 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 tease them, but we understand it, right? Where um, now they have stress cars, so if they get stressed out, they can raise this car like, "Yo, you're stressing me out, bro!" Like like uh, really? almost like soccer, yeah, yeah. So um, they can't stress them out, and then the uh, the TIs, uh, pretty much the training instructors, they 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 um they cut their hours down. They used to work 16 hour days. They would sleep there with you and everything, and just yell at you. Uh, cuss you out at the crack of dawn um but now they, they i think they have eight hour days it's more structured and um i think it's less stress on them so they're not they're not as anxious to yell at people um but yeah just this is that just that this uh um probably um uh probably during that that, that basic training that that transition like uh, growing up in the military is one thing but i think that my um i don't know if somebody told them because actually in basic training i saw people from yakota there bro I went out into the field to do the gas chamber. I saw one of my neighbors. He worked in the hospital. He's like, Joe, I'm like, hey, what's up, man? So, but I had to stay in character. Like I was in the, you know, I was in the military now. So, you know, he can talk to me like a normal person. So it's that weird thing where I, how I know, I know how it actually is, but I have to be in this mindset. And I think they knew that I had, um, um, I grew up in the military. So they just, it just seemed like they treated me extra hard. Like they're like, they're trying to break me. And I was like, bro, I know. I know this ain't real, man. But um, yeah, I prob- that's probably when I had panic attacks. Is dealing with that. Uh, do you believe yeah. in soulmates? What's that? Do you believe in soulmates? I do. I do, man. Like I believe in. Um, I believe there's a person for for everybody on on this on this planet, man. I believe uh, if we we die, we come back again in some form, and uh, the person you're meant to be with, you're gonna it's like reincarnation, reincarnation, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna um, see each other again. You're you're always gonna be intertwined. So uh, your soulmates, that's a real thing. I have two questions left, but I mm-hmm. want to ask a question that's not a part of the usual questions. Yeah. If you could write an ending to Dragon Ball, how would you do it? <sighs> <laughs> an ending ending man um i've seen a lot of fan art lately about uh, goku and uh, old goku and old vegeta man i'd let them um i let them duke it out in old age and see who <laughs> and, and maybe have vegeta come out on top in the end that's probably I'd, I'd probably end the story uh, but all right goku admitting like hey you, you know i've always pushed you you've always been a step ahead of just admitting like hey um yeah you've always uh yeah you've always been my best friend. You've always pushed me to the next level. And I, well, yeah, you've pushed me farther than I've ever pushed you type type situation. And um, is everybody kind of, uh, just happy. Kind of looking like that. It's kind of looking like Goku starting mm-hmm. to admire Vegeta and everything. Oh, yeah. But I feel like, I don't know if the, the head, the head creator is starting to understand how much America loves Vegeta. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, no, you're he right. Loves Frieza. His favorite character is Frieza. You can tell him. Oh yeah. They keep bringing him back. I'm like, bro. We're so. done with, we've been done with Frieza, man. Oh, uh, yeah, man. I do. But all so the Saiyans, we haven't forgot that. Oh, uh, bro, um, that's probably the first time I experienced racism. Listening to Frieza talk to the Saiyans like that in the dynamics. I was like, bro, I, I actually re-watching it with JoJo, and I realized how bad it was. We're watching it in English. And I was like, calling them monkeys. I was just like, bro. Like, Where do you think they got it? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, exactly, and I was just like, and I was explaining that to JoJo. That's 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 racism. That's that's kind of like uh, my 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 anime dad way of explaining stuff. Like, yeah, you can learn a lot through anime, son. Yeah, that's that's racist right there. Don't do that. Yeah, that in the the Dragon Ball the Broly series, you can sort of tell how they were like the Saiyans were aggressive. The Saiyans were this. Oh yeah. yeah. They say every anime has a symbolism to something else. Like X Men oh, yeah. represents like. Uh, Martin Luther King and MLK. Oh, uh, yeah. Not, not Malcolm Malcolm X. X. And everything yep. else. And yeah. I don't know if they were doing it, but when I listen to the Saiyans, they're like, man, they call them monkeys and they, they get aggressive and they change everything else and their hair color. Uh, I was like, maybe this might be us. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, and then always, I see always, Mr. Popo and I'm like, maybe that's not us. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, what the, what is these big, what do they do for Mr. Oh, Popo? yeah, man. Yeah, some places they, they make him uh they make him blue. I forgot what country that does it. They're like, no, this is too racist. He's blue. I was like, oh. <laughs> All right, this is the last two questions. This question is a serious question it's called Who Are You? Right? And I'm gonna ask the same question over and over again. The goal is to go beyond yourself, right? So if yeah. I would ask myself, who are you? I would say Jared Waters, who are you? Stand-up comic, who are you? Two-time wrestling champ, who are you? Brother, who are you, friend? The whole goal is to go beyond who Joe is. Oh, okay. Are you All ready? Right. Yeah. 
All right, who are you? Uh, Joseph Laurel Stroud Jr. Who are you? Uh, husband. Who are you? Father. Who are you? Son. Who are you? Cousin. Who are you? Mm, Son-in-law. Who are you? Uh, uh, football player. Who are you? Basketball player. Who are you? Athlete. Who are you? Uh, oh, man. <laughs> this is hard. Um, uh, let me see. I'm a... Uh, oh, um... Oh, uh, shoot. I'm trying to think. The uh, Rising Sun Bowl champion. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Two-time Rising Bowl Sun Bowl champion. <laughs> the way that, okay. the way that yeah. goes once you stop is when you stop. Because when you do it again, yeah. once you take this first time to do it, the yeah. second time is even better. Because now you're understanding, like, you're more than this. You're more than that. Oh, yeah. Sometimes yeah. in life we try to we, – we answer to the first thing we think of, the label we think of. I mm. this. But when you think about it, we're so much more than what oh, we are. Yeah. We're so much more to different people. Mm -hmm. you know, no, you're your right. Son, yeah. you're something else. To your son, you're a hero. Yeah. You know, to your wife, you might be uh, a lover. You might be different things. So the goal yeah. is to grab everything and pull that together. Okay. This is the last oh, question. Wow. Okay. Someone was writing your story, right? And they had this book, right? Someone took out this time capsule and gave you this book. And they gave it to your uh -huh. great, great grandkids. And they opened it. What would you want them to say about Joe Stroud? Oh man. He was what? He was he was he was kind, kind to others, um, to everybody. I, I um my parents big thing was treat other people the way you would want to be treated. So I try to take that into every situation, whether I'm stressed out or whatever I'm going through. If I see somebody going through it, I try to I try to uh lighten the mood, I try to make them feel better. So I say, um um somebody's write a story about me, they say uh, he he was kind. Kind of others, I guess. That's dope. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is the podcast, One Man, One Tree in a Hill. We got Mr. Joe Stroud. How can the people contact you, man? Oh, wow, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess um, if you uh, if you like uh, anime, you can follow me on Instagram um, uh, at jstud43. Uh, yep, yep, that's, uh, that's what it is. Yeah, you can reach me there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just, that's my, um, and the way I came up with that, they're like, oh, Jay Sud, you think you cool? No, I actually took out the R and O in my, my name and came up with that in my last name. Um, but uh, yeah, at Jay Stud 43 um, Yeah, if you like Dragon Ball, I collect figures. Um, big Dragon Ball guy, um, big anime. Um, as um, my kids, um, they got me into all kinds of stuff. And even my wife, we started watching Demon Slayer, man. You seen that yet? Yeah, I've seen that one. Oh, bro. Naruto. Naruto, yeah. Naruto, uh, Airbender, Last Airbender. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Dang. Yeah, man. Share that, share that with your kids, man. Yeah, yeah well, you, I'm not you kids yet, but I'll do it, man. You know I will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yes, um, man. Yeah, just, um, yeah, man. It was great talking to you, man. I see I see you doing big things. I, I always see you, like, uh, you're doing a comedy. Yeah, you're all, and I know you're busy, bro. Yeah, thanks for taking time out of your schedule. I know, oh, man, I, I love this. I, I love I love. I got the ability to make a time capsule with a friend. And, like, oh, yeah. these stories, even though they're for us, it's for other people because there's probably a lot of people who are veterans, a lot of people yeah. who probably married in an interracial relationship and grew up because that story is motivating. You found the love of your life at 19. Yeah, yeah, man. Some people are swiping um, on Tinder right now trying to find the love of their life. Some people are just oh, like, <laughs> some people just look yeah, yeah. how do I find, how do I find? How do I find yeah, it? You know what I mean? Yeah. You got yeah, some man. young male Naomi Osaki's up there, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see what the future holds for him, man. I know, I know it's bright. I'm trying to trying to get them, yeah, at least get them through college. Let them know, like, they, they're always going to be my, my, my little ones, man, my, my babies. They, they're growing up so fast. and Enjoy you it, man. You have another enjoy one. It. You never know. Yeah, man. It's, it's crazy, man. Just, oh, uh, man. It's it goes by so fast. Like, I, I can't believe we, we've been, been married, what, 13, 13 years, been together 16. It's just, it goes by so fast. I'm like, it feels like 2004. I was just like, yeah, like, it's it just, just like that. I was 19. Time Bro. flies when you're enjoying it. It does. It does, man. But yeah, man, uh, stay, stay blessed. Um, man, if you're ever in New York City, hit me up. I'm here, man. If you're ever in yeah, New definitely, York City, man. Let me know if I'm ever on that side doing a show. You know, you got free tickets oh. for me, man. 
I uh, appreciate it, man. If you, you guys ever need a place to stay when you're in Tokyo, man, we, we got you. My brother. Peace and many oh, yeah. blessings, man. Thank you. I appreciate oh, yeah. it, dog. No problem, man. All right, take man. it easy. Ladies and gentlemen, that was part two of episode 90. And that's what it's about, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Stroud, it's about seeing these, these fathers that go above and beyond for the kids, how his parenting changes this from the way he was parenting, talking to his kids, and it's motivating. It's motivating seeing him you know, develop as a man and as a person. I want to thank Joe for uh, sharing the story with us and sharing this time capsule uh, with the podcast. So uh, we'll catch you later. This is One Man, One Tree in the Hill. Have a wonderful day. Hey, you're live on the podcast, One Man, One Tree in the Hill. Say what up to the people. This is when I see black excellence, man. It's Dave Chappelle, Michael Che, Lauren Michaels, Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, all sitting at the table. I said, yo, Eddie, Mr. Murphy, I, said, I just want to say, man, you the GOAT, man. And you're the coldest nigga that ever walked the face of the earth. You got to break that thing over. She wants it private, but y'all not even together right now. So we haven't spoken about anything but the cat for at two least months. two months. And then I said, and I said, uh-uh, and I'm be the next Jamar Neighbors. And she was up like, I know that's right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the podcast. My name is Jerry Waters, and I'll catch you next time. Like, subscribe, rate the podcast. Have a wonderful night, wonderful day, whatever you're listening to. I'll see you soon.